if I don't do this now, I might never get the opportunity. So I'm going to just sell all my things. Like it goes against the conditioned grain. But what was more important to me was doing something that lit me up. Welcome to the Crossing It Off Podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. My name is Roger Williamson. As the host of this show, I will be interviewing guests, people just like you, that are crossing items off their own bucket list. My hope is that by hearing these stories, you will be inspired and empowered to cross items off your own bucket list. When you find something impactful for your journey, we invite you to share the episode with one other person and leave an honest rating or review of the show. This is an amazing way for you to gift those feelings of inspiration and joy to others. Now let's start crossing it off together. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Crossing Off Podcast. I'm super excited to have my guest here. She's got a wonderful story uh, to share with you, and I'm excited. Her name is Nikki Jean Hunia, and she describes herself as someone that lives on purpose. Nikki Jean, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So Nikki, tell our listeners, what did you cross off your list? I had on my list that I really, I was really drawn to go to Italy. Okay, so visit Italy. So why Italy? I mean, I've I've been there, so I understand the why. But for our listeners, what was it for you that drew you to Italy? Like there, and something in my heart was calling me to go to Italia. It just really, I felt there was some there was something drawing me there, and initially it was to visit there and then that changed okay so we'll we'll get to that change you know where were you in your life when you decided that this was a thing and that you wanted to cross it off where were you in your life and how did you actually make it happen okay so there is a wacky story with this so i was actually living in hong kong at the time and i was living with my then husband and we were writing down a list of all the places that we wanted to travel to Hong Kong is quite, I was um, actually teaching in an, an American international Jewish school in Hong Kong, teaching secular studies. Hong Kong was a, like a very travel hub. So it was easy, like I come from New Zealand and going overseas, traveling from that space, coming back and forth was, you know, like it was expensive, but it was a lot cheaper and easier too from Hong Kong. And that was part of the reason why we were there. So that's where it began. Um, when we were both 27, um, we were traveling through, we're actually in Jamaica at the time, and it was an armed robbery that went wrong. And on the premises of where we were staying in Kingston, um, he was shot and murdered, and it was nearly me too. So that was um, a huge unraveling. We actually did things like together, like we just got married and lost, like remarried in Las Vegas, wearing 1980s ridiculous. We were like, we were in that vibe, like we were having a great time. Uh, And so um, that's like 12 and a half years ago now. So what happened was there was a whole life, like I came back to New Zealand and I started, I allowed myself a grief process, but what actually happened in that space, I was living in the beach. I had the best hand of my life. I was doing things like I started writing. I started writing a blog. I started, um, I ended up as a creative writer in, in radio. Like I was doing things that I was 
pushing me out of my comfort zone, like playing. I'm really uncoordinated in sports, but I wanted to be social and meet people. And I was relishing and living because um, I had nearly physically died too. So really came into that space. And I wrote a bucket list then. Like I was after like that really thick of grief and I wrote a bucket list and Italy was still on there. More more of this um, unravels, like I have a really movie script life and in the space of four years, um, my older brother was successful in a suicide and so I left my job in radio after that and I travelled and I come back from travel and I was like, yeah, I'm going to burn off all the French pastries and I'm going to... Yes, I'm going to get a new job, and and um, my parents went together. But what it actually happened was my mum picked me up from the airport, and she said, uh, "My dad was living in Australia. Oh, he's got cancer, and um, it's terminal." And it was he had seven months, and so after that space, really big, uh, massive, deep dives into suffering and excavating each time because I'm such an opportunist, and I'm like. I, after um, my dad passed over and I was like writing and kind of like part-time working in retail and I'm like, I, if I ever make it to 80 and I haven't been to Italy, I would, I, I would just be really cross with myself. I, <laughs> I was going to say I'd punch myself in the face, but I wouldn't. Um, but I'd just be really gutted if I didn't get to that, to go and do that. And so it kind of, it's that there was something about Italy. I had like this tentative, like, yes, no, yes, no. It was this little dance with my head and my heart. On the morning that I decided that, yes, I'm going to go, because I wanted to go and work in Italy. I really, I really, truly did. And I had something tentative signed up. Um, I'm teaching English on the Riviera and um, I also had been invited to go to, um, I don't know what you call hen's parties, um, bachelorette party in Las Vegas and like a road trip in California with friends. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Head heart, head heart. I've learned to really come into living in my heart. The morning that I decided I was eating a bowl of cereal in my bed and me being me, sometimes a little bit of a calamity Jane, like I just like dropped the cereal everywhere next to my bed was all these Italian flashcards because I'd put that in the the pipeline my friend had bought that and I was like ah I've spilled cereal everywhere I went to the kitchen I put the bowl in the sink and I washed it out and I lifted it up and there was an Italian flashcard underneath and it said biglietto which is ticket and I was like aha this is what I'm doing today. And then on the radio playing, Daft Punk around the world started playing. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I am doing this today. So after I bought that ticket, Daft Punk around the world played on the radio again that day. I was in the space of six weeks and I had, I just sold whatever I could and I bought an open ticket. Now I went to Italy and I was like, I went to go and see. So I did this crazy I've been to Las Vegas twice now. I'm like three nights maximum because <laughs> part of your soul dies in that space. It is like 
hardcore. Um, I'd done the road trip around California with my friends and I had gone and stayed with my friend in, um, in Scotland, one of my best friends who I met teaching in South Korea. And then I went to Italy. I had this lead and this was like, yeah, this is my ticket to go and actually go and live there. Now, like with my bucket list items, they there's always a story. Like it's not this streamlined, clear cut space. And then what it what ended up happening is, on my I was ne- away for nearly a year, and I went to I went to Italia three different times. I know why I went because of the um, the space of the places that I went to. The the locals thought I was Italian because I would adopt this whole like the essence of I don't care that my suitcase looks like the beast um I'm gonna have that like that essence of walking with purpose and empowered goddess um but my biggest thing is doing all that travel saying that I would never freaking travel again especially on my own Hmm. to after what happened like that is like instrumental for me like busting through my own blocks um and yes I spent all my money but would I change that for anything no way and the places I went to were absolutely phenomenal yeah you have a very very interesting story I want to go back a little ways to Mm. um when you're after your husband passed uh I'm very unfortunately I'm sorry if that happened is there anything about your experience between that and that day you spilled the cereal that you thought in your head, he's he's still here with me and he's giving me these signs. He's giving me the go ahead. So like you said, you, you didn't want to go do that uh, and travel and stuff. But w- do you feel like he was nudging you that direction? I get a lot of like the work that I do now, like it's I show up in the woo woo, like um, the spiritual, psychological and the way that he was nudging me along. I didn't. I got really upset because I couldn't physically <laughs> see him. But uh, that would have been like, long, you know, like after he passed, that would have been more detrimental for me. He came through dreams. Mm. Um, but what else, what actually also happened was like one day I was on the beach and I had like thousands, it felt like that, probably like a hundred ladybirds on me. And that, you know, like knowing that when that happened, these little signs came these little physical signs came through. My legs were covered. And I was like, what the heck? And the first person that comes into mind, you know, that has, that is, that is them just to say they're hanging out. So with the, like, I don't feel like it was him specifically, but it was me and mm. my essence and zest for life. Like that real intuitive hit. Like when I was in, in Italia in the day, or was it in the year anniversary of my dad passing? And I went to, I happened to go to Torino that day. It happened to be the biggest party day on the streets with some kind of soccer, European soccer world. My dad was the party guy. I'm like, there is no mistake. Like, this is actually happening. All of the crazy stories that would happen when I was in Italy of things that had happened that I would just laugh out loud at, I know that my husband was there in support of that because he was like a fun wacky guy so it's just I feel like it was more me and my like I don't want to live a life where I'm sitting all boohoo I'm in the opportunity so that was my 
listening to my divine guidance, my mm. inner guidance, my mm. inner wisdom and going through that and then receiving those signs to go, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I feel like that was it was more of that because I wasn't in a I wasn't in a space of missing him. Mm-hmm. So you broke through that struggle of of saying I'm not going to go travel, especially alone, which I understand. Once you got to Italy, how did you sustain that? How did you not allow those old feelings, or you know, how did you focus on where you were and what you were doing to keep you on track for? finding the most joy in this experience i there there there's more to that so the first time i went i went to the the riviera and i stayed and i i would intuitively jump on the train and go to where it felt really good um even coming into like it was messy coming into flying from scotland and the tiniest like squeezed in space I'd ever been in and these loud people all around kicking seats and I was like oh my gosh where am I heading and I flew into Milano and I didn't know I didn't really know the language and I love going to places that don't speak English because I love that that humor and the dance and the stories and figuring it out and getting a train um down to the Riviera and it's dark and I had my, because this was 2000 and, oh, this is eight years ago, 2014. I had my phone and I didn't have any Wi-Fi or data or anything. And I was like counting the stops of where I was, and it was dark. <laughs> and I was come out, like come out of this train at where my hotel is. And there's no one knowing where it is. And I'm in the dark and I'm like, I've just got to power up and follow, you know, instead of going into that, like, gosh um asking people around and just really in that essence and follow the quasi directions um because i know that having a meltdown wasn't going to serve me in purpose in that space here at the crossing off podcast we are passionate about inspiring you in your bucket list lifestyle and empowering you to live out your list we offer many resources to assist you in your bucket list journey such as web resources in the show notes bucket list mentoring services my book live out your lists a private facebook group for you to share your bucket list success stories with others and more all of these can be found at crossingoffpodcast.com Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list. Now back to the show. I did actually on that travel when I was in, I was in Switzerland for a month. So it's the most healing space. I had a big freaking meltdown. because I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And oh. yeah. so it did happen along the way, but I am in so much appreciation because what I received in Italia, like I would go and just walk and be in the essence and I loved going to the supermarkets and <laughs> like just getting some prosciutto and some cheese and some bread and sitting and people watching or trying the local cuisine or um, like <laughs> looking off. There would be men following me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and learning and sitting on the train and learning to speak Italiano just by sitting there. Mm. and listening and having these random weird conversations that really brought in some just some humor uh, and going to spaces that the menus didn't have any English and I would pick something and eat the best ravioli of my life and that I brought home I learned how to 
to cook these this amazing ravioli just from that experience of being it it was the essence and going to the Cinque Terre and striking up a conversation with a you know like someone who'd come back from overseas and sharing like not knowing what the local wine was there and it was this very sweet wine and and sharing that with this um specific biscotti that only the locals knew about so that was my travel was every time I was out of Italia because I went three times that year I would ask people who were from there like where would you what do you recommend and I was not I did not want to go to Pisa and do one of those like I'm leaning up against the Tower of Pisa photos with 500 other people doing that that's not me yeah I call those I I call those honeypot destinations that are Instagram worthy right so (laughs) that's awesome Nikki Jean can you tell us like uh, one or two things that you would share if someone said, I've thought about going to Italy, I'm not real, you know, not real sure. What would be a couple of things that you would like suggest to them or say, you know, if you go, you've got to do X or Y? Yeah. Firstly, I'd say get out of your head and get into your heart and listen to your heart's guidance. That is the first thing. And um, the next thing, like above all else, because you get, super duper extra brownie bonus points when you go beyond your limits and your conditioning. Um, the next thing I would say is like, like for me, I'm very um, off the beaten track because mm-hmm. the most amazing experiences and the people that I meet, um, I don't go to places um, because you have to, or it's in a, it's in a guidebook or whatever. I really, um, and I know that some people that is their jam, like Excel spreadsheet that up, and that is how they operate, sure. and that's okay. I could not travel with someone like that. <laughs> I'm being honest. Um, and it is traveling with people who are in that like minded space. That's my next, like, because if you've got a planner who loves the planning, there's no wrong, wrongness with that and you are on a whim kind of traveler, you're going to butt heads. Mm-hmm. So really travel with, even if it's yourself or other people, like people who are in your flow. The other things that I would recommend is eating local, like what the locals are eating. Um, really to like, it is a stepping outside of your comfort zone, especially if the um, menu isn't in English going to where your heart's guiding you to, like I would love to go back and go to the spaces that I didn't go to that are, are still calling out for me. What are those? Um, Share like, those with us. There is, below, I've heard good things from, this is from, so I get the advice of locals, like Bologna for the food, apparently that is amazing. Um, I, I stopped drinking nearly five years ago, but I loved Montepulciano, Italiano wine. Um <laughs> like maybe I'd take a sip if I went back to that place because <laughs> um, I even did a um, Treviso Valley like a, like jumped in with my friend from New York we went and did a whole lot of Prosecco tasting in the morning and we had to travel the next day on train like oh no sorry at lunchtime on train that was very funny the other thing about Italia is the little these little tips and tricks like 
the tickets have to be validated. Otherwise, you can get fined for not validating your freaking ticket. Like, there's these little things that no one tells about you about until you get, like, hit by that. Um, but very much, where is your heart calling you to go? And if you want to go and do the touristy things because that lights your fire, then go and do that. I've been to, like, where... Um, my second time I came, I stayed at Lake Como and it was very much coming through Switzerland. So I was staying with the family in Switzerland and seeing that space of how it is so different up in the north, coming through the mountains and the food and the culture and that space, like each part has its own vibe and story and wherever that resonates for you, go with that. I ended up in a place in Venezia, in Venice, where all the locals went for their pasta. And it was like a hole in the wall and the fresh pasta just coming through. And there then it was it was fresh coming through, <sighs> eat that. I was like, that is heck yeah. Trying not to swear here. There's so many amazing profanities that go over with that. <laughs> being, and being mindful in public places, like I was leaving Roma and there was, I was trying to get a bus ticket to go to the airport and they were like, no, no, you've got to buy this and this, you know, like where you get stung for um, not knowing. So it is good to have some, you know, like it is the essence. It is carrying that essence that don't F with me kind of like I have this vibe um, so that you're not going to get swept under. I had a man at the train station in Roma he was speaking to me and I was trying to hold on to my suitcase. And he's like, oh, no, 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 I'll take it. I'll take it for you. And he stood on the train with me demanding that I give him money until that train left. And I just had to power up yeah. and be like, I'm not buying into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, just just feeling that and going, no, that is not, no, that is not okay. Um, I was a bit, like, shocked, like, like, first of all, he just picked up my suitcase and took it. And then, but I didn't, it didn't leave a bitter taste for me because some people use that to leave a bitter taste in their mouths about yeah. to, to the whole thing. And it's like, no, that taught me that I could stand in my truth and power, that these are the little interesting things. And that that's a way that that person makes money. Um, is it like legit? No, but they've been getting away with it for so long. Like it doesn't make that person wrong. That That's their business. That's their, so I kind of look at it at, in, in that slant. And then at Campiano, airport it was a delayed flight and people were just sitting around going Ugh. and I'm looking at the weather and I'm like I'd, I'd rather be a safe plane and clearer <laughs> weather and take off and you know like that kind of thing is just very much if I could give any advice is any time that is like <laughs> locals would sit on the trains and I would hear retardo, retardo, which means the train's delayed and it's like there'd be this like and mm -hmm. I would just sit in that space and be and be like, this is what's happening now. And yeah, so the, that's like with the bucket list item of like wanting to live there and it didn't happen. So much more happened because it was an opportunity for me to experience, explore, live in my truth and say no to things that didn't align with me. So that that I there's the opportunity in that. And if it's a delayed train or plane, there is purpose for that. And it's the way you respond and react in those spaces that's going to be instrumental. And I didn't let that like 
taint my experience. So I hope you haven't answered this question yet. You might have. After doing this, after having the experience of going to Italy multiple times and being able to cross that off your bucket list, what do you think um, was one of the major transformations in you? That no matter what, that I did it. Like it's, Mm. it's like there's something I really wanted to do. I didn't wait on like, oh, I've got to be this to go to do this. Like it wasn't like I've got to reward myself. It was like if I don't do this now, I might never get the opportunity. So um, I'm going to just sell all my things. Like it goes against the conditioned grain. But what was more important to me was doing something that lit me up. To be able to do that and be in like (laughs) – dark spaces and trains and and not really like to bust through all of those little things to know the strength and resilience that I have and the the amazing lens that I have like and the ability to laugh and meet people along the way like that and really like when I eat, when I, I mouthgasm, I'm like, this is like this pasta is speaking to my soul um, and really like infusing joy into my taste buds. And I wasn't counting calories or anything. I'm like, this is a legitimate, the whole experience um, and essence of being. And I got those in the little tiny spaces of like where I would walk where my heart was guiding me nikki jean tell us what's the next thing that you want to cross off your bucket list i was thinking about because you had preempted this question and there's things that i put on my traditional bucket list like there's things like i want to sleep on a boat in a lake under the stars you know that kind of all those little like that my bucket list has changed So it's the permission to allow as you evolve that those things change. For me at the moment, and I'm living, because I'm living on purpose, by me being authentic in myself and just the way that I'm living life and being paid to be me and my unique gifts and talents that I share with the world, it's like a bucket list in progress right now. Like So it's not a concrete, like, I've got to go and do this. This is what's lighting me up right now because every day I'm doing stuff is going against the conditioning and the norm. So it's more, um, yeah, there are places I would love to go. If there was a travel one, I'd love to go to the New Orleans Jazz Festival. But I know that in the way that the world is at the moment, that if I'm expending my time and energy on something that may not happen soon, I'm going to feel the like a huge shift between here and there so for me like living in a bucket list of my life and and just like those things that those things that bring me joy in that space because the way we are traveling and there's there's a lot of shifts and changes and in the health climate is more like if I'm going to focus out there and it's not going to happen soon then I'm going to feel a bit meh so right now I'm just doing and it comes through and it comes through I'm like here's an idea and then for me to take that aligned action 
that's me living in my bucket list. Yeah, exactly. You're you're right on target as far as the way I, I perceive this whole bucket list lifestyle. I, I'm a firm believer that your bucket list should be a living document, that it's not just something you write down and it's like, oh, I have to, right? Because if yeah. things become have to, we don't necessarily... <laughs> yeah. enjoy them as much. So being mm. able to say that it, that this list is giving me freedom because it's a living list that yeah. I can, I can do things and cross things off. Yeah. I can, I can add things to it. Yes. And I can yes. also just delete stuff that I don't want to do anymore. Exactly. And so yeah. making it a living document allows for that freedom from those changes of it being like a new year's resolution or a to-do list or yeah. something like yes. that. Like you have to give yourself that permission to be like, okay, whatever happens, happens. I was a, I was a huge fan. and still am of burning man. I think it's a really cool event. I think it's, mm. you know, I've never been, it was on my bucket list and I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what? Eight days sand getting in everything. Uh, yeah. every part of my body, it may not be something I want to do right now. And and so I took it off. I may put it back on. It doesn't, it doesn't matter yeah. as long as you have that freedom to say, this is a good thing. This is a bad thing. This is, yeah. and it's a timing thing. Like you said, it's like, okay, now's the time, right? I don't yeah. have to, I don't have to rush to get it all yeah. done. And, and the thing that I do is because I love travel and adventure, um, that really lights me up and it isn't, possible for me at the moment or like doing a stand-up comedy routine has been on my bucket list because I want to scare not literally scare the pants off myself but I just want to push myself in that Mm -hmm. way but yesterday for example like I have this like all these crazy funny stories and so I just shared it on my Instagram story that it just changes the way of what that looks like or I go to my local cafe and I will work and I will write because I feel like I'm overseas or I will my son will be at his dad's um, and I will jump in my car and put a mattress in the back and I drove around this beautiful coast and ended up watching a sunrise and a sunset from my car and sleeping there. Like that, like you bring it into here, like the essence mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, bring it into your heart for sure. Yeah. Nikki Jean, thank you so much for being here. I've enjoyed this conversation. How can people find you, what you do outside of this bucket list activity, and (laughs) how can they find you online? Um, Thank you for having me. This has been so cool. I haven't talked about travel in so long, and it really really does light me up. So I am on NikkiJean.com, N-I-C-K-I-E, J E A N. Hopefully that my accent hasn't really like stuffed it up. I'll put all the I'll put them all in the in the show notes, but I just wanted to give you a chance to say them. Oh, awesome, awesome! I'm also on Instagram at Nick at Nikki Jean underscore Intuitive Coach, and I'll, I have a Facebook group, Nikki Jean Intuitive Coaching and Spiritual Guidance. So I really, I really deeply support people to shift their blocks um, so they can be living in alignment, which is how I live and just in, enjoy and in a peace, but okay with when your like triggers and shadows come up because you know how to move them on. There is on my Instagram, if you scroll right down to the bottom, you'll see my last travel I did. <laughs> Of like a photo a day of all the countries wow. I went, which I look back and I'm like, oh, I love those days. Super, super amazing. So there is a little bit of that in that space. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. Uh, very, very Thank inspiring. You. And I'm uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about your trip to New Orleans. It's the best city in the United States. And uh, you should go and enjoy it because it's fabulous, <laughs> especially if you like food. So oh Nikki, my gosh. Nikki Jean, thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Roger.